You are listening to the Mental Health Monday podcast. I forget what it's like to record in the studio. We haven't been, I haven't been in the studio since this, this year, I don't think. Yeah. I can't hear you. Oh, you're not talking in the mic. Yeah. That's why. Chuck, chuck. Yeah. I haven't. Uh, well, the audio hiccups aren't going to be as bad this time unless they are, but I think people will hear it better at least. Yeah. Are we live? Are we doing this? We are live. Okay. We're doing it live. Uh, in the same place again. Might as well just call this uh, the season of us because uh, no guest again. Surprise. <laughs> Every week we've been like, we're having a guest next week. I have actively been booking and doing my one job and requirement and showing up and booking guests. Uh, nope. Um, that's <laughs> we okay, haven't though. done either <laughs> We haven't done either, actually. <laughs> I did neither of the two things. Uh, yeah, season of us. Um, now we, uh, as we stated before, weekends for both of us off are not ideal. Um, so that's that. Uh, and that's why, especially last week with the editing for you, because you had a jam packed week. Oh, and, for sure, yeah. And we recorded it Friday night. You were booked all day Saturday, and you're like, I might be able to, like you said, I might be able to get a nap in. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, he's not recording, or he's not editing this until Sunday night. And then even Sunday night, I was like, um, he's probably not even going to edit this. He's probably just going to throw it up and tag the intro on it. So <laughs> uh, that but, literally is what I did uh, two weeks ago, though. Two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, I figured that. That one, I didn't want you to, that's what I even said. I, would, I talked to him about that on his dad's episode, and I was like, well, if you want to, I can have checks and go ahead and mix yeah. and edit this one so we don't well, have I to. I even, like, I normally, I will kind of remember certain things, like, that I'm like, oh, I have to go back, I'll, I'll have to go back and edit that. Um, like, last week, I had to think of my negative for, like, forever. Two minutes, so yeah. I, like, cut some of that out. But that week, I just was like, I don't think there was anything. And I guess if there is, then I'll just go back and edit it and nobody will notice. <laughs> yeah, nobody will know the whys are on. And I was like, that's why I've been trying to keep like the names and stuff like that. It needs to be bleeped out. I was like, minor edits. Let's just get roll with it and yeah. figure it out from there. Speaking of roll with it. So I'm at New London Bridge and I'm making the left-hand turns on New London Bridge yeah. from uh, B Street, right? And it's two lane. It's, it's, it's a two two lane turn lane so you have two lanes but the one to go on to your it's the uh new whatever perishing before i don't even know what the road is perishing yeah perishing and to go there that one you have to be in the inside yeah uh lane to turn so i'm in there i'm first in line i'm in there there's three cars behind me all waiting in their turn because they all know that they have to turn left and at perishing after you get across the bridge 
Then this Dodge Challenger pulls up. Great. Of course. And I'm like, I'm in my Subaru. So I was like, okay, I can't take the, I Like mentally, I know my Subaru is not going to outtake. And I know that what they're going to do is because it's a Dodge Challenger. And I don't think, I know if it was the car's headlight behind me, but I caught a glimpse of the passenger. And it's a Kyle Rittenhouse motherfucking looking guy with glasses <laughs> on. And I'm like, I can't let this guy that looks like a Kyle Rittenhouse out outrun me on this i know what they're gonna do they're gonna jump so we both jumped they did beat me i blared my horn i let my road rage last until i drifted across on parachute and i kind of got side by side with them and then they took off and then i was like i'm gonna back off maybe there's a cop behind me i don't know so i backed off cop who flies past me goes pulls over the challenger so God. I think justice, I won. Justice, man. Uh, justice. I mean, road rage justice because, I mean, I knew what I was doing. Like, and so, and I knew the Subaru was not going to outtake it, obviously. So I was, uh, justice was served and I, God dang it, I wish I would have used my GoPro. I wish, I need to start using it every time. Like, not just yeah. sometimes. Like, I need to start using it every time. So, now I'm just waiting for a ticket in the mail for road rage. So, Thanks. Yeah, I um I always like that's like my dream. It's just like somebody just total asshole just like riding your ass like whips around you and then I just want to see them on the side of the road like yeah. pulled over or something. I don't want to see anybody injured. That's that was not what I was going for. I just wanted to see them get pulled over or maybe lose control and have a minor cosmetic wreck, like just right. something enough to where yeah, like, like you don't want to get get, to get hurt yeah, or something. No. I mean, just my, enough to teach them a lesson. And my road rage is not like I I I mean sometimes I'll carry with me, but mm-hmm. a 9 out of 10 times like I'm more submissive than anything. So yeah. I I I let pick and choose my battles. My battles are very 10 second battles and then I let you, I'll let you go because it's not worth it. Like what yeah, I don't you really, don't gain anything from road really rage. Not, yeah. You really don't gain anything. So except that time I it, it, case in point. Uh, my mom hates when I burp on the podcast. So <laughs> that was not intentional, but I also wanted to say when she listens to this episode because she's been going back and listening to them, which I don't love, but whatever. Um, Ben burped on that last episode that you were, yeah. yeah, So that was Ben, not me. That one you just heard was me. So now we have a distinct, yeah. Uh, so we were right and wrong on our predictions. Yeah. Can you do something with that? I I like just realized that. I was like, I, I, oh, it's going to fall off. Time out. Almost had a crisis. <laughs> yeah, I was just texting her the other day. I was like I was, looking at it and I was like, "That shit's crooked. That wasn't crooked last week." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was just texting her and I was like, "God, we gotta update this podcast equipment too." And then I was like, "No, we don't. We haven't even used it. I mean, Ben's used it, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's fun. All right, we got a topic. This one uh, for those listening, episode twenty-eight, nine, twenty-eight, I believe. I want to say twenty-eight. I like twenty-eight. Yeah. Um, uh, but we were talking about, uh, uh, 
just cut this whole part out. I don't even know where my train of thought was with that. I lost focus. Uh, uh, so we are back, episode 28. Um, this week we do have a more of a serious topic instead of just a fun filler episode. Um, I had this idea a while back, and honestly, like some of our filler episodes, I had to actually go back and look at what we've talked about because I was like, I think we've done this. And then I was like, no, we haven't done it yet, but it was brought up as a filler episode. I wanted to talk about strength and perseverance, 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 however you pronounce it. I'm not from this country. Um, And how, like, strong we really are, even though uh, we don't always, our minds don't always tell us we are. So I had a few thoughts about that, and I was like, this is a good one, especially, like, right now, just, like, fighting and quitting and just, like, I don't know. I just feel like right now it's very hard for me and my mentality to wrap my head around like how strong I actually am with things and endurance and things like that. So I wanted to kind of be open about a few things and realize like it's a relatable conversation too. So thought that would be not fun, but engaging more or less. So don't worry. Serious conversations always get the least amount of views. So that's fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so let's do it. Three positives. You went first last time, didn't you? I think so. Yeah, sure. I'll go. Uh, First positive, um, we are recording this on Thursday. I am off today for the first time since last week, actually. Um, And so I took the day. I rested. I showered today, and I cleaned out my refrigerator. Those are the two two small victories. And then I watched TV the rest of the day before I came over here. Um, So that was nice. Uh, I ate uh, Barstool Pizza, the one-bite frozen pizzas from Walmart. When they first came out, I went to Walmart, and I found, like, a very limited quantity of them. And they had a sign, like, this is when they were first released, and everybody was buying them. So they had a limit, five per customer. So I bought five of them, and I have one left from that original trip and use them as I need them. Uh, great pizzas, by the way. Uh, second positive is this Saturday, uh, is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, you, me, Cincinnati, Sarah's birthday, Nathan Hill's birthday, yeah. John Paul Wing's birthday, um, uh, son's, son title, mouth breather. Uh, I listened to some of them, their stuff too. They're good. They're, yeah. they're really good. Sign language is, Sarah's language, playing that show yeah. too. Total loss. Total loss. And I want to say there's one more band, but I can't think yeah, they're, I'm sure they're great. I, I'm it just it doesn't matter, but I'm sure they're great. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, and summer is back in Cincinnati, so nice. summer will be there. All the girls will be there. It's going to be chaotic energy, but it's going to be a really fun night. Yeah, so, it'll be a fun show. A sure. fun show for sure. I'm super excited about that. Um, first time seeing Sarah all year, actually, too. Um, since actually since the podcast, since the live episodes will be. I think so. Yeah, so almost two months without seeing Sarah. It's wild. I don't like it. (laughs) Uh, So that's the second positive. Um, It's just something to really look forward to with that. Um, Negative into a positive. Uh, Okay, so PETA's going to come after me on this one. (laughs) 
I bought that beta fish that we talked about at like one of the very first episodes. We were talking about that. Oh, God. I know where this is going. I <laughs> bought a beta fish. I bought the appropriate equipment. I spent more money on this fish than I did on the fish itself. I got everything set up and I got him in his home and I got him in his habitat. And occasionally I'll add water to the tank and I'll feed him. And sometimes I'll forget to feed him. So I'll feed him twice the next day, things like that. Um, I have not touched that tank since I bought it as far as cleaning it out. It's gross. It's like it's un. it's to the point where like PETA would confiscate my fish. Like they would come in, <laughs> knock on my door and be like, I hear your fish tank is growing out and you haven't cleaned out the feces in this filtered tank for over seven months. And I'd be like, yeah, that, that's, that's true. And they'd give me a fine. They'd take my fish. They'd just, they'd leave the aquarium and be like, you have to look at that until you clean it. Like that's, <laughs> that's your punishment. Um, and I keep telling myself, I got to clean the tank. I got to clean the tank. Like, I don't know. Like it's, at this point I should just throw the whole thing away and get a whole new one. Like it, it's, it's probably that bad. It's not, no, it's gross. It, I won't even lie. It's gross. It's, it's bad. So that's the negative. The positive is the fish is still alive. And I, that's kind of like <sighs> shitty to say. It's kind of my thought process. I was like, do I really need to clean the tank if the fish is thriving still? Like, <laughs> if I haven't cleaned it in seven months and the fish is doing, I mean, absolutely, it, I think he's doing better than ever before. I think he's, Maybe he likes it being dirty. He could. So it's like, why would I interrupt? Maybe he's he, into that. You know, I don't like when people interrupt my space. So, like, I mean, that's his environment now. He's getting right. used to it. So, you know, I don't want to be coming up all in his house and rearranging his. You don't want somebody to come in your house to rearrange your furniture. You want to rearrange it yourself. So, you know, maybe he should be the one that cleans it. <sighs> God dang it, Dimitri. I wish I could read your mind. I might, what I might do is, though, um, I have been reading about it and uh, more, least expensive and less, uh, I don't know if it's more time consuming or not because I have to go out, I have to get the mealworms, and then I have to get an algae sucker, and I actually have to physically buy them and then bring them back and then acclimate them. So, like, I could do that and basically yeah. just do it that way and not have to worry about that. But That's true. I need to clean that tank. Anyway. My positives. Um, yeah, this Saturday. Be my second of the three shows I have this month. So last weekend was Foxy. Mm-hmm. I heard it was so incredible. Good. A lot so of people good. were talking about it. Uh, my only... C- complaint is they actually didn't really play that long like for their first headline show back i think they played for a little over an hour but i don't even think they hit an hour and a half which i was really surprised by i would have figured they would have played for not two hours but pretty close to it do they have one or two openers uh just one yeah so they had uh this he's a blues singer his name was robert finley Mm mm-hmm Dude was hilarious, by the way. Sure. Uh, he's He's been around for a long, long time. He actually was, um, I mean, he's a slavery survivor. Like, he was a slave, like, when he was a child. And he would all, he talked about how he would sing and dance, like, in the cotton fields. And um, now he's, you know, doing his thing. And he had his daughter with him that was, like, the backup singer. It was just, like, him and her and then a guitarist and drum, like, very 
simple. Yeah. Um, but like had a lot of energy and everything got everybody, like everyone was like really into it. Like I was, um, cause I didn't really know much about him or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of wor- like, I always hate when bands bring on somebody that people don't know no. and like people aren't really into it. Yeah. But like people actually but really like got into need it. Need to Breathe and Switchfoot did. Like their opener, I just was not feeling them at all. And I think people, a lot of people talked over them. I think I talked about that on that I always episode. hate that, yeah. It's just like, I was like, get... Always uh, try and at least be a little into you, it, yeah. And you... I know that there's like certain set times, but like imagine bombing in front of like 1,700 people and be like, maybe we should just cut our time and let Switchfoot do one more song instead. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's, it's always the worst. And I feel bad for them because like they're out there trying to make a name for themselves. That's why they're opening is to be recognized and have that. And sometimes it just goes the opposite direction and be like, hey, you shouldn't listen to us. Like, we're not that great. (laughs) Yeah. No, it was cool. Um, I had three IPAs. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we spent like 70 bucks on drinks. Jesus. Um, and it, it's a nice venue. Like, it's my yeah, first time you. being at the Icon, and it is very nice. It's 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 nice and big, but not too big. Like, I it think feels it's a comfortable. nice... Yeah, it, it's, it's a comfortable environment. Like, even on the floor, the floor is big enough to where, like... Yeah. Um, it, if people want from the balcony wanted to come to the floor for overflow, they could, they yeah. could, and it's not, it doesn't feel overcrowding. Yeah, for sure. And they seem, they, I mean, the venue is spaced out enough to where like, it's not like a bunch of people just kind of crammed in, like they have like the upper area mm-hmm. and they have like multiple merch tables rather than like one merch table where everyone's like trying to yeah. get into multiple. And they have multiple bars Multiple too. bars. Yeah. So like it, they kind of like have solved the issue of like, you know, with Bogarts, like they have one bar, one one big bar, two side bars, right, and then two bartenders for each, and, the and live, it's really just yeah. like not set up like in a productive way, yeah. But uh, f- fun show, and then we got Mouth Breather on Saturday, which I'm very excited for, uh, for multiple reasons. I actually, um, I probably I think at first when they like announced the tour, I don't know if sign language was on the show yet, mm-hmm. but I knew about the tour before because um, my friend Nels, who's uh, does concert photography mostly for like hardcore screamo, yeah, um, he said he was doing photos for Mouth Breather on their on their tour, and uh, Cincinnati was one of the dates. So I was like, well, obviously I have to go because yeah. like I, 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 I maybe get to them. see him like once a year if that. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to go. And then probably would have ended up going anyway once I found out sign language because I haven't, yeah. I haven't actually seen them yet. Um, so I'm super excited for that. Um, also super excited for, um, well, next week I have Vane FM in Kentucky. Yeah. So that's, I have three Saturdays in a row of shows in February. Um, oh shoot! Are they sold out yet? I don't think so. No, I might go with you. I'm off next Saturday. Do it. Let's I think it's. It. Uh, I think it's in Louisville at what's the place called? I don't remember. Sure. But, uh, no, I don't think they have sold out yet. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll look at it. But it's going to be crazy. They're playing with Karma and. Uh. One other band I can't think of. I know a lot of people who listen to and heard that groan. I get, <laughs> shut up. I no, I, I get it. Like you kind of like you either love them or you hate them. And I can't, I've seen them enough to where it's like I don't need to see them again. Yeah, I, I get I feel it. that. I I'm excited for Vane though. Like I think I mean they're one of the most talented bands out right now. I'd be surprised. Yeah, I'd be surprised if uh, Gates to Hell doesn't play that. 
Um, we got you got LDB coming up. Yeah, too. LDB. That's um, March 11th and 12th, which um, very excited for. Um, yeah, that was Ben, Mom. Yeah, that was clarify. Yeah. Airbnb is booked for that. All set up. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, I don't even know. Was that one positive? I don't really know. Just jump exactly. to your negative positive. I mean, you um, always run. This is the worst. We got to change the segment because you just run away with it. And then I'm true. trying to move on to the topic. And heaven forbid we have a guest and it's just waiting for them to speak. God dang. This is why I have to interrupt. Like, you don't understand. You viewers listening at home, if I don't interrupt, Ben, we, we don't get any. There's no conversation. So... We could easily go two hours. We, I thought about like on the days that I like I physically have the time to do it. Like we should just run away with an episode. Oh, we for sure could, dude. It, I mean, even the ones that I listen to, like some of my regular podcasts. Like I, mean, I don't know how. I guess I get I. I guess I do know how Tom and Bert do like one hour, one hour and tens. Yeah. Is because they do so many episodes in a row. But you know they're sitting in that room talking for six hours during their day and doing yeah. five episodes in a row. Yeah. So I mean, we could easily hit we could two do hours. Um, negative is I got a, p- a p- preliminary estimate on my car. <laughs> um, I don't like how you laughed before you said that. <laughs> Well, it's okay. It's around about how bad I thought it would be. Okay. Um, obviously, that's always nice, though. Like, at yeah. least you were in the ballpark and you weren't like, "Whoa!" Yeah. Like, obviously, like I'll save. A, I'll have a little bit of discount on parts mm-hmm. because I I'm using a place that's in our like dealer group. Yeah. Um. And obviously, it's a preliminary estimate. So once they actually get into it, there may be some more stuff. But, yeah. um, and also, it's going to take forever for me to get in just because everywhere is backed up. Yeah. So, um, but the positive is I have another vehicle. I have the truck. It's, it's yellow. Got, it's, it's yellow. Very guys. yellow I don't know what I was expecting, but it, I it's pulled up yellow. in your driveway and I was like, that was not what I was expecting. Yeah. <laughs> well, my dad always had like a either. Uh, he had one Silverado that was like gray and blue, but for the most part, whenever we were growing up, he had either a bright red or a bright orange Chevy truck, sure. like all the time. So bright yellow was the next, you know, step up, I guess. Yeah. But uh, there's a lot wrong with it, but it's running. And I also have a guy at work who's a technician that really wants to buy it. So once I get my car in and fix, then my mom will have uh, some extra money from from that which is nice and nice. i know it'll be a, a, a nice stress relief for yeah so. that's really awesome did you get the cd thing no so what i i want to find a day that i have some time because i figured out it was really hard to find a video on how to remove the stereo because when you search like chevy s10 stereo removal it's like a different stereo but it's I, an s10 yeah I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's a, a S10 Z71 crew cab. Oh, that thing's going to last forever. And um, I found a video that I guess a GMC, a certain year GMC Sierra mm-hmm. has the same stereo as that truck. Sure. And so basically, like, I just have to, like, pull a panel and then remove some screws. Uh, so I just need to find a day that I can actually, that I won't be having to drive it or I don't have a lot to do and 
take it out and hopefully get the CD player working because, God, I'm so fucking sick of the radio already. I think it's so interesting how many people in my circle and my group use YouTube as int- like to learn and yeah. educational purposes. Absolutely. And I am like, I'm not anti-YouTube. I just don't fucking use it. Like, I I don't have any desire or interest or need to be on YouTube for anything in my See, life. I'm on YouTube every day. See, I I... I, I I, I just feel like it's another wormhole for me that I don't want to yeah. open because I feel like I would get in not to some weird shit because like that I'm not saying that I'd go I look for things where I'm like uh, where I, I it's unnecessary information for me yeah. and I just go down that rabbit hole and then I just be locked and loaded be like do you know squirrels have a, ter- a terminal velocity uh, and they can fall from an airplane and survive? And then they'd be like, what What am I supposed to do with that information? I don't know, man. Go find a squirrel and throw it out of an airplane. See if I'm right. I don't know. I read it. I just watched this channel called Dads Against Predators. Oh, I, so, I can't watch shit like that either, though. It's like, literally you know two dads yeah, I've, who go out and they they... Catfish Fish dudes predators. saying they're like 13, 14 year old girls or 14 year old boys. And then they show up, they're like, Who are you here to meet, motherfucker? Yeah, like I can't. That's the shit that, like, it would make it's me sad more, because it, they have so many episodes. Like, they're like over 100 at this point. There was one that they did at one of the Kroger's over here, too. Yeah, because they're uh, actually I, from uh, Fremont, I believe, which yeah. is like up north. And so. Uh, they they go all over the country. They're mostly like in the tri-state, mm-hmm. but they'll go to like California, Denver, like whatever. They'll go on literally a week-long vacation yeah. just to do Episodes. what they do. And it's eye-opening and it's it educational, really but at the same time, it's just so frustrating. Like, and also the cops don't do shit. They don't. It's like <laughs> it's it, so it, shitty. It's bad. Yeah, but anyways, before I go down that rabbit hole. I do support them though. I fucking love what they're doing. It's awesome. Yeah, no, I definitely do too. Same. I mean, anything that has anything to do with underage, uh, male or female, especially. Um, I don't know. And I've been thinking about that too. Like with uh, uh, the 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 minor that I've taken under my wing and started mentoring. uh, Mentor. I said that right, right? Yeah. Okay. Mentoring and uh, just like. Her emotional state of mind and how, like, I when when she starts to open up to me and I start talking to her a little bit more and finding out, like, these new tidbits and how, I don't want to say how bad the circumstances actually are, but how unfair her hands, it, what, her, the card she was dealt with was, like, yeah. it just really makes me frustrated. Like, it, it, it just really pisses me off to think that, like, how can you have a... It, how can you be parents and have a family with this dynamic setup? And I 100% believe her because I believe her emotions. I'm good at reading people. Psychology is in my background. Like, I know what I'm doing at this point to be, like, I may not be a professional, but I'm definitely an expert in the field of knowing what I see and seeing what I believe is real and perception. I can sort out yeah. bullshit from reality with other people's and their feelings and emotions. And so... It just really frustrates me to how like you can claim to have a family dynamic like this and then treat your oldest this way and have certain expectations and standards. She's 17 years old, and she is carrying the weight of a family of five, basically, but it's her fault, and she's a victim, and she gets... Like, it just... like that's That's the kind of people that I seek out and be like, 
okay, you're under my wing now. I will buy you canes five nights a week if we go when we're working together. Like, what do you need? Because she just keeps talking about how she wants to get out, and she is the reason she's at the job that she's at now is to save up so when she turns 18 she can leave like that's her goal is to leave and it i don't know it really pisses me off and i hate people who don't as i don't know i think that's coming more personally to because i'm adopted so i feel a little bit more like attached to like mommy and daddy don't care enough about me and it's like I don't want I know that feeling well I don't know that feeling per se but I know you get what I'm trying to say we got to move on from this because I'm <laughs> like this whole the, the topic didn't we it's like this week on strength and perseverance Carson talks about female rights and uh, mommy issues no god uh yeah um awkward transition um, so no bragging rights is fucking dope. Uh, they're back now. Yeah. And they, uh, so Ben and I were on our way up to see Knox Loose on their headlining show in Louisville, uh, in December early. And he goes, dude, have you listened to the new no bragging rights? And I was like, I think I saw that they posted, or maybe I didn't even know, but so he plays it in the car and then he hits that first track and I'm like, this shit's dope. Like, this is, yeah. like, there. it's so much better. I don't know if it's the editing, the mixing, their vocals just got better, but, like, lyrically, musically, like, that's the no bragging rights, like, I wanted. And yeah. it's the first title track off that in a new release is about strength and perseverance. And it's like, um, well, I do want to have Ben edit a clip, 30-second clip of the song in here, tw- maybe 25 seconds, just do the front to 25 second cut it off so people hear um great song and i think i wanted to talk about this is because like i have felt a lot of pressure on me lately uh within my new role as a full manager within caring for my mom within just taking care of myself like I wear many hats and I realize that I'm self-aware of it and I'm not it's just like I want to quit sometimes I just want to not do anything because I'm used to and familiar with like if I don't if I do if I don't do anything then my mom's gonna come in and be like why are you just sleeping all day today like why why are you just laying in bed like why you're off today go do something and it's like I just want to rest like I feel like there can sometimes be no win with me and it's just like fighting for the next day fighting for all the things that I fight for and it's like how strong am I really when I feel like I'm not trying if that makes sense like I I I feel like I'm trying and I'm doing uh, my best to attempt to do something but really I'm not giving it 200%. I'm giving it maybe 75%. Like I'm not even trying to overachieve with things. And it's just like feeling like if I'm not giving it 200%, am I even, it's even worth me trying to, to give it a hundred percent. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't, I think like it's hard for like, for me, like I find it really easy to, relax because I'm lazy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but like for, like for you and like, even for, um, like just a lot of people I know that like go, go, go a lot. Mm -hmm. 
it can feel like, you know, if you sit on the couch for a couple hours and like watch TV, you're like, man, I could have like done the dishes or I could have yeah. like done this or done this. Mm-hmm. And like, you don't like give yourself time to like really just like relax and just like not just take a break. Yeah. Like just take the day off, take a break. Yeah. And like, if you take a day off work, like take the fucking day off, you know, like don't use that day off to like, Oh, I'm going to get so much stuff done. Mm -hmm. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. But like, if you're, if the rest of your time is spent doing that, then like, what's the point of having your day off? Mm -hmm. You know, like take the day and just like be a couch potato if you want to, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, like when I have a day off work, like I sit on the couch and I, I might move to heat up some food if I remember. Heather FaceTimed me on one of my <laughs> days off and she goes, are you still being a bed burrito? And I said, yeah. And she goes, go back to sleep. And I, she got it because she and I share the same mentality. But no, that's exactly it. And that irony of you saying take the day off work is like they call, they tried to call me in today. I'm not even kidding. I, it was probably around 1, I want to say it was about 1230 or 1 o'clock something like that, I get a phone call and it's the work, like the the actual work number calling me from the store, like the store is calling me and I'm like, hard no. And so I was like, because <laughs> everybody has my number there. So I was like, oh, it, it, if whoever's trying to get a hold of me will just call me or text me after that. Sure enough, co-manager, hey, do you want a few hours of OT to come in today? And I was like, sorry, I it's my first day off since last week and I have a lot to catch up on. And she goes, okay, thank you anyway. And so then I called, I went behind her and I called my other trustworthy coworker, the one that's in my circle. And I was like, hey, how bad is it if they're trying to call me in on my day off, which they know I'm not coming in, and it's a Thursday, like in the early yeah. afternoon. And um, she goes, oh, it was for produce. They realized they didn't have a produce closer tonight. And I said, that sounds like a them problem. I was like, <laughs> right? now I'm 100% not coming in because they can't make a schedule. Yeah. Bleep that and take that last half out of this because I don't I don't want them to sound like I'm <laughs> backlashing them because people know where I work at. So yeah, just take that, make that however you want to edit that. Ooh, I really like that edit. Anyway. So um yeah, strength and perseverance. Uh dude, my muscles are they're okay. My abs, not so much, but my muscles like I've been using the, uh, not the forklift, the uh, jack yeah. a lot at work and pulling crates, pulling milk, grocery frozen. And it's like, it's a workout. Like people at work will go to the gym once or twice a day. Like they'll go in before they go into work and then they'll go yeah. after they go into work. You work at a grocery store doing manual labor. You don't, you don't need to do that. You, <laughs> you find a pallet jack and you start lifting up 40, ca- a pallet. Okay. Challenge anybody. You want to work out, you go into any of your local grocery stores. You take that, you go go up to the manager and say, hey, do you need a pallet of 40 count waters pulled onto your sales floor? And just pull that out to the sales floor. That's all, that's all you need to do. Do that once a week, you'll be ripped. I mean, it's, it's not, I don't know if it's just because like my muscles have gotten like used to it, but like I remember trying to the first time I ever tried to pull a pallet of thirty two Kroger waters, 
like I felt like I was going to die. And then they upgraded the 32s. They said, that's not enough water for the people. We got to upgrade it to 40. So now we have 40 count waters. And it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it still it wasn't fun. I mean, with that type of, talking about strength and perseverance. And I'm over here saying I'm a little pansy and I can't pull 40 pound of water. <laughs> uh, that, that spun out real quick. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what perseverance means. I know what it means in context, but I don't know what it means to persevere. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, because, I mean, I feel like there's two choices you can make when you're like, okay, I have to get through this. And you can kind of just like struggle through it or like just like push through it. But, I mean, I feel like both of those things are, I mean, you're still persevering through it. Yeah. I mean, the other option is like, okay, I'm going to go jump off a bridge now. <laughs> and hope <laughs> that this it, shit. maybe it has water underneath it. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe I blindfold myself and just find out at the bottom. <laughs> Dude, my, name's you... ben. <laughs> my name's Ben, and you're watching Jackass. <laughs> I just... I, uh, I have a, I'm not even going to say that thought. That's, we're not going that, I'm not doing that one. Nope. This get, when I call back, when I say I can't say that on this podcast, I can't say that on this podcast. <laughs> uh, and we've said a lot on this podcast. We've said so a lot on this podcast too. It's, it's, <laughs> so that one's like, mm, I got to start watching Taming the Tongue. It's all about that. Yeah. I got a cold sore in my mouth, speaking of. Uh, Nicole has tonsillitis. So she sent me a picture the other day, and she goes, look how swollen this shit is. And then I was like, uh, I'm glad she said what the picture was underneath it, because I looked at it, and I was like, what the fuck, Nicole? And then, I mean, I'll show it to you off air, and you'll be like, I'm glad there is also <laughs> a description to it, because... Yeah, I got my tonsils out, like... Um I can't remember how old I was. I was in high school, I believe. I just want to see your reaction. I got my tonsils. I got my tonsils and my adenoids out. I still don't really know what adenoids are, but I don't have any. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to show you this, and just imagine this popping up on your Apple Watch in a small icon logo. Okay, ready? Okay. One, two, three. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And you see the name, and it's from your sister, and you're like, what is happening right now? Like, why are you sending me a photo of what I don't know that is until I... And then it does that little ding, and then it says yeah. the caption of what it is, and I was just like... Okay. I didn't need that at 2 a.m. or 2 p.m. Uh, like, 2 p.m. is when, like, I'm just starting my day. That's when she sent it to me, and I was like, fucking hell. Like, it's too early for this shit. Like, don't send that... That's the type of shit you send to me at, like, 8 p.m. when I'm, like... We're getting ready to go. I'm doing a store yeah. walk. I'm in my element. I'm conscious. Like, full ge gears are flying. And, yeah, anyway. Or you preface it beforehand. Give me this caption. Like, and I'm then going the to send you a picture of my tonsils. And then send me the picture of the there tonsils. Because uh, I ain't putting that on the Instagram. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Lagged. That's like, the th that's like the when uh, kids in high school used to, like, Put like squish their arm together and like take a picture and make it look like a butt. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but boobs, butter shoulders. Yes. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Good old mini clip. 
Arcade. Shit, what was that website? I don't know. Well, there was Mini there, Clip was a thing. Mini Clip. There was Addict, a lot of different Addicting ones. Games. Addicting Games. One yeah. more level. Newgrounds, which is bad. Yeah. There were some questionable games on my computer on those sites for sure. Yeah. Like not even just like sexual just added stuff. myself and I said are there some questionable <laughs> on sites my on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> I like You were pointing to it and I was like, "Well, he looked at my history." <laughs> <laughs> I uh no, it's like I remember like there are games like uh do you ever play like Whack Your Boss? Whack Your Boss, a kitten can't, dude. Pedo Cannon, Pedo. Dude, they were be, pissed. Dude. They were not happy about that one. Yeah. But how did they? I just don't know how Angry Birds is getting away with it. Birds explode in the middle of your screen. Like, how are you not? But I feel like it's because the birds are are choosing to. They're deformed though. Like, they're what? Have you ever seen a bird in the shape of a triangle, Ben? No. Okay. No. Have you ever seen a bird puff its belly up and then go, and then, maybe. (laughs) Have you ever seen a bird attack a pig? I haven't, but I'm sure it's happened before. See, this is the type of shit that I would YouTube. Birds attacking pigs. I'm sure there's a video out there of a bird attacking a pig. A guy dressed up in a Birdman outfit attacking a cop. Yeah, I can see it. Yep. Moving on. <laughs> uh, uh, God damn it. <laughs> uh, I'm still, I still laugh over the, the, I feel like I need a dog in my truck and I was like, or a slow cousin. Get in the car, Chuck. Get in the, car, <laughs> get the, Chuck. Get in the truck, Chuck. <laughs> oh my God. We, uh, Nobody said anything about that one. So. Know, so since we're on the topic of perseverance, I'm going to say this is perseverance. So on Facebook, uh, well, no, like so in the in the like one of the Cincinnati group chats, mm-hmm. um, Sarah posted a picture of somebody that she was friends with on Facebook. That had these like dog. It was like a very weird post that said like her roommate or her friend left town or something and like left her pets, like her you dogs. You reposted it today, but it was already taken down. It was already, yeah. Yeah, so I didn't it see like what it was. It was like super sketchy, but like within the span of like 30 minutes, we found her TikTok account. Found probably where she lives, mm-hmm. including the people that she lives with, and like in what part of town. <laughs> Dude, Cincinnati <laughs> scene does not play the fuck around. I'm telling you this. Me and Allison and Lindsay and the girls took down a medical corporation in a matter of 20 minutes per, through pure Google reviews, and they reached out very quickly, corrected their wrong. Like, we don't play around when it comes to yeah. shit. Like, you come at one of us, you're coming at all of us. Like, it's Cincinnati scene is not a cult, but sometimes. Sometimes it is. For good reasons, though. Yeah. And it's never in a, a cocky or arrogant or na-na-na-boo-boo way. It's always for... There's always, like, a... It's always because somebody else feels like they're entitled to something. And yeah. we don't stand for entitled or uh, uh, just in... I was going to use a big word, but I don't think it's actually a word. So we're just going to... 
breeze right past that one. Um, but yeah, it's just like it. So it's really uh, thank you, internet, too, because I saw one today about uh, a um, pedophile or uh, child uh, prey, and it was a repost on a no names TikTok account. She had done these screen grabs from a TikTok account and uh, or screen recordings of them and uh, sh- uh, shared it on her phone. And then she's like, had like 87 plays at the time because I came across my FYP and I was like okay and then you can just tell she's trying to get likes she's trying to get followers she doesn't she has no idea what the fuck she's doing and now all anybody wants to see is these videos and I'm like okay well let's see where this goes and then I start watching the videos of like what she screen grabs and I was like no this is 100% problematic this is yeah. absolutely problematic and this is I don't care about your, who she is and nobody should she cares about the message and so I went back reposted it shared commented on it liked it I did my part on it and I go back two hours later the video went from 800 and or uh, like 860 views to 18,000 views in a matter of two hours so like it started getting the recognition and climb so it just I hate people I hate people so much strength and perseverance in retail good night so I know some of my coworkers are going to listen to this probably, maybe, I don't know, when they get to it. So I'm not going to say names because it's not, I'm not trying to out anybody. But one of the biggest things with my new rule that's really frustrating that I have to persevere through, when somebody calls the customer service number and they say, I'd like to speak to a manager is the first sentence out of their mouth, 90% of those phone calls that my friend and associates take they can handle that phone call, 90% of them. The only ones they can't handle are is if it's a corporate issue about a recall, corporate for maintenance, a scheduling issue, or a call off from an employee. Like Those are the four things that they are above their pay grade. Any other one is just a customer service call that they have been there so long enough to know how to handle and what the protocol for that situation is. So my biggest thing that I hate, hate, is when you page me over the speaker five times. Karsten, you have a phone call line 101, Karsten line 101, and I hear that five to seven times a day, and I'm answering, and it's something that took me less than 20 seconds to take care of. I get pissed off. Hang on. (coughs) Yeah, that, it just, it's very irritating to me when people don't try to, like, Oh, and the here's a here's a key response. If you're in this field and you are listening to this and be like, "Oh shit, I do that to my manager all the time." Try this key phrase. Okay, when I ask what it's regarding, so I can get you to the correct manager or what the situation is, and then they'll explain. Yeah, I was in there the other day and I bought cat food, but I got the wrong type of cat food, and I just want to know if I can bring it back and get the right cat food. Like, that's what the phone calls are. Like, 99% of the phone calls are something so stupid like that. And it's like, and you want, like, I I remember the other day. or Not the other day. I say the other day as just anybody says the other day. I remember an instance where I'm standing at, like, behind the counter of my service desk. And I was not a manager manager at the time, but I was a supervisor. And our front end uh, supervisor, uh, it doesn't matter. I, would, I had authority, 
And then I was standing with another coworker from the front end who was also had the same authority as me. So like with two supervisors at the front. And this guy comes kind of running down the aisle a little bit of aisle 13 from the register. It's closed down. It's later at night. And I and he goes, hey, either one of y'all a manager? And I was like, oh, shit, where's this going? I said, well, we both are. What can we help you with? He goes, yeah, where's your peanut butter at? And I said, bro, you needed a manager to find the peanut butter? <laughs> like, I said that to him. on the, Like, I said, bro, you need a manager to find the peanut butter? And, you, like, he came in hot. Like, he, like the, the, his whole mission was, got to get this peanut butter. And I was like, I'll si- I, I said, aisle four or six. Actually, it's aisle, it is aisle six now. They moved it. But... And he was like, well, I just figured, like, people who are, like, managers, they've been here a while long enough, they would know the right location. And I was like, okay, I get that, but, like, don't be – just ask. Just, like, you don't need just, a manager. Uh, I can just imagine him, like, coming in every day and, like, the first person he sees, like, any y'all manager? No. God damn it. <laughs> I'm I never going to get this peanut butter. <laughs> uh, um. I love my kids. I love my friend and kids. Uh, they're, they're the best thing that has happened to me, and they give me a sense of purpose, a sense of pride, a sense of joy. But, uh, and, uh, yeah, we're about there. I mean, I'm running out of things to talk about in all honesty. I can't. I don't know if it's because I'm tired. I don't know if it's because <laughs> I've had too much caffeine today. I don't know what it is, but I'm, like, I'm feeling it. And maybe it's just because I'm back in the studio, too. I think I need new headphones too. I re- I genuinely cannot hear. I can hear, but I can't. It's not. I need. I'm gonna try my mom's hearing aids. That's what we're gonna do. There you go. Uh, that was me. Um. If I need the willpower and the strength within you when you're in a depressed episode, when you're in a low episode, and you just want to give up and not care about anybody, anything, including yourself, is a very dangerous spot to be in. It's dangerous for people who are, quote-unquote, professional depressed people. Um, It's dangerous for bipolar people. It's dangerous for people that are just experiencing it for short terms. It's not healthy. It's a very dangerous game to play. And I've been struggling a lot lately to be in full honesty and transparency with the people I haven't told. Um, I have been having legitimate panic attacks since Heather left. Uh, there's a multiple. I talked to Renee about it a little bit. I went in depth. I journaled about it. I thought about it. And there are multiple reasons that these panic attacks are occurring now for the first time in my life that are stressors upon me that weren't there before. So I'm get, I'm working with it. I'm getting help with it. I'm figuring it out. But I'm also talking and being more open about it because I know that's worked for me in the past. I know what hasn't worked for me in the past is sitting in my basement alone drinking liquor and waiting to pass out or feel like I'm blacked out and then go to bed and go to work the next day. And when people say, how are you? I'm fucking great, man. How are you? Hey, what's up, Jamie? Fist bumping people in the hallway, hiding my fake mask. Like, I know that... I know... That does not work. I know by telling people about what's going on and showing them the reality of my current mental state and emotional state, I get nothing but love and support back. And I think that that's something that's very important, too, as we head 
towards the end of February into March and spring in that transition, just because the weather's going to get a little bit warmer eventually in Ohio and the rain's going to come, but it's going to be a little bit brighter out, you know, sun's chirping, grass is growing, we get to go uh, wear t-shirts again, like just because that's happening doesn't mean our minds are also taking away from that burden, that stress and all that stuff too. So, uh, yeah, I just want to plug that in and say that emotionally, if you feel like you are doing too much or you have a tremendous amount of weight on you, talk to somebody about it and find a source with it. Take it one thing at a time, one hour at a time, one day at a time, have an open lifeline. Yeah. Lifeline. Yeah, sure. Lifeline. Uh, with somebody who can be accountable for you too and be like, hey, how is today? Hey, how is this hour? Hey, what do you need from me right now? And that person might not reply for two days. Don't take it personally either. Just be there and be present with them and be patient with them too because they'll come around. Uh, Just the fact that you, they know you're there, that's enough for them. That w- that's enough to them to where I reached out to literally my entire team. I reached out to Sarah, Renee, Allison, Heather. I think I even told Nicole, too. And I was like, hey, these I'm not okay. Like, I just, you need to know what's going on so you don't take it personal towards me. Like, and they know. So, um, but if you start feeling that way, uh, Renee made a list or she went in her response. She said, make a list, do your list because you've always been a person who loves lists. And if it's not on a list, it's not getting done. She said, make your list, find three things to do, take those off. And she goes, I know what you're thinking. Even if I make a list, more gets added to it. Don't jump to that conclusion. Make your list and get those things done. Yep. It, it's always going to add. Uh, every day you're going to add something to that list, but don't think about it like that as the list is going to grow because then you're not going to make the list at all. Just make your current list. That's it. And start there. Start somewhere. So, yeah. Yeah, Sorry. for sure. I mean, um, for me, you know, kind of like a trip or uh, kind of like related the topic today to like especially the last, you know, couple of years with – um you know, COVID and all that. And just like the loss that, that comes with it. Um, you know, like my, uh, wife's uncle, you know, he passed, uh, during COVID, um, due to COVID comp, he had other complications, but COVID accelerated. Um, and then my dad with his, you know, COVID, uh, that accelerated some previous issues and, and that, and, you know, we kind of like had a conversation about it to, you know, it's, it's hard to like deal with loss at a time like this because Mm -hmm. like the past two years, even though like we haven't gotten to do as much, like as far as like travel and stuff, like, I don't think I've ever felt busier than I have the past two years. Okay. Um, and it's hard to like really deal with those feelings when you're constantly like, okay, well now I have to like worry about this next thing. Yeah. You know, and you know, some of it's like work, you know, work is busy obviously and we're backed up and then I come home, we have stuff we have to do here that, you know, we have to finish the basement. 
and you know we're not on a timeline but we kind of have our timeline that we want to move things along but it's like hard because you know we come home we're tired the weekend comes we finally have some downtime and you know the decision is like okay you know like i'm like we're tired we're exhausted like do we want to do this work or like do we want to just relax you know and it's like having to make that decision just really like makes you realize how little time that that you have and like you know as far as like just having the motivation you know to do all that is is tough Mm -hmm. i mean like i know i had a couple days last week that you know i go to work and i just like had no motivation and you know people had asked me like how i'm doing you know with uh my dad and you know i said like i'm doing okay but really you know if i were to be honest with them i would have told them like i'm doing very bad yeah like i'm not doing well and you know the past week has it's been better i mean i have other stresses and stuff but um you know it's uh i've been keeping myself busy not too busy at least not trying to um but you know i just like having those days where like you kind of like have to have the extra motivation Mm -hmm. but it's just like not there like at all and it it definitely hasn't been for the past couple weeks for me and um you know it's tough for sure i think yeah and strength and perseverance and just like the mental motivation of everything uh that's another big factor for me too is like you go from looking at my safety team at uh, at my store and having you had four powerhouses you had six managers on duty you had or uh, on staff and you took uh, that cut in half so three of our managers are just gone and so that leaves two co's our store manager and me and then an assistant version of me that's if I'm not at work so Alexis is the other MOD um, she'll do two nights a week and maybe, and I'll do the other, like if I take my off days, she's there when on my off days. So it's kind of, we're the only two that are holding the store together. And when you take away the safety team and you take away Heather from me, and I've spoken about it and I'll keep speaking about it because I, I saw her last night. I went up to Beckett, worked with her for a little bit. It was exactly what I needed. It calmed me down, talked to her on the phone today, out very helpful, but when you take away the person who was your other half that made work enjoyable, that made you fly, that made you who you are and the leader that you are, and it just was the mere version of me, happy, funny, quirky, childlike, just ambitious, always working, always busy, but fun, and then you just take that out of my life. And now I just have to be that person by myself alone and carry that energy for the rest of my team and store. That's a lot of pressure because mm-hmm. there's some days where I just, I I don't want to do that. I just want to go in and be like, I tell, like there's everybody, you know, I've spoken about it before. When I'm in a mood, people know. I'll say I'm in a mood. Don't talk to me. Don't say anything. Like I just shut down and I, I'm very direct with it. And people know, okay, just let him be today. Let him do his, write it out. It's not personal, and they know that. But it's like, I just wish I could say, like, I don't have to carry the energy for the store on my by myself. Like, that's yeah. not fair to me. 
when, especially on days when I just want to curl up in a ball and sit in the break room and be like, is it Saturday yet? Is it Saturday yet? Is it Saturday yet? Like that's some days it'd it, it be like that. Yeah. I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> it'd be yeah, like, like, some days it'd be like that. No, like definitely, I mean, not even just the past couple of weeks, but you know, just like lately it's been, you know, uh, I mean, the past weekend, like, it was busy, so obviously it flew by. Um, but just, like, you know, I get to work on Monday. I'm like, okay, all right, just got to get through this day. And then I get to Tuesday. I'm like, all right, I only got three days this week left this week. And then I get to Wednesday, and I'm like, okay, halfway through the week. Like, then I get to Thursday. I'm like, okay, tomorrow's Friday. And then I get to Friday. I'm like, okay, get through this day. And then I have the weekend. And then the weekend flies by again, and then we're back to it. <laughs> I guarantee I'm not doing shit again tomorrow. I just, I, I know that for a fact. I know <clears throat> come tomorrow, I'm just going to be I on the front end all week, like, or all, all day. Like, I just, I won't care. Um, But, yeah. In conclusion, we've talked about kind of like, the, we've talked about the serious note, and then we've also said our positives with it, so I don't know really how we're going to wrap this up into a positive, other than Sean White is still banned from all my social media accounts and blogs, and he has still not reached out to me, nor has his agent, so um, that's that's a positive takeaway for sure. Um, a second positive takeaway from this that I would tell people is if you are fighting and you feel like you are literally in the fight of your life, seek help. Um, I'll be blunt about it. Seek help. Seek uh, a therapist. Talk to a friend. Talk to uh, a suicide prevention line, a crisis line. Uh, there are multiple resources. And one thing that I do want to, uh, when we get the time to do, is thoroughly update the website with a resource page on it for you guys and then repost on the other social medias because I think it's important that a lot of times when people say, I don't know where to start to find help, it's they genuinely don't even know the first step to finding help or where yep. to go. And so I think it's important to know there are several options. Like it's there are free options, there are affordable options. I mean, I can get you a counselor in LA that charges $8,000 per minute. Like if you want that and you have that budget, I can get that source to you. But um, it's means for everybody. It's just there are literally uh, so many useful things that we can do and you can do for yourself that is a first step, like a small first step. It just, like I said, make a list, talk to somebody, tell somebody about it. And that's your first step is acknowledging it, that there's, you're not okay and that there's a problem with it. And that's, that's my positive takeaway is just like, it's okay. I mean, everybody that listens to this podcast, everybody that, uh, you, you've probably met in life has some sort of disorder or mental distraction or mental issue that is, they have experienced in their lifetime. So you think that you're the only one walking around feeling the way you do? I guarantee there's millions of other people that are feeling that way. You just haven't met them or you haven't opened up to find that out yet. Because that's why, I mean, search mental health podcasts, not ours, but just type in mental health podcasts. 15,000 results will pop up because it's such an important topic that's on the rise right now. Something's going on at work, but it's not my problem. So (laughs) I'm excited about that. Uh, it's in the group chat, but I'm going to take my Apple watch off here in a second. Um, lastly, 
and then we'll end. The shit with Kanye West is not funny anymore. It's not, it has not been funny for a while. Like, it, people giving him the recognition, and I, I didn't even want to bring this up because it's not even, like, it's not in our even realm to speak on this. It's not, it's just not funny. I think that he is mentally in a very dangerous spot. Absolutely. That it, he could, I said to a coworker the other day, I was like, the scary thing is that I firmly believe he's capable of harming Pete Davidson. I firmly believe that he has the money, motive, and power to physically harm Pete. And I don't think that's cool because, and especially what he's doing with Kim. I just, the whole situation has never been funny. And it's not funny when you're, you can't make light of a situation like this. When it's something that directly affects his mental health and he is certified going, I mean, he's, falling off just like Demi did. He's falling off just like the other ones did. I just, it's very, we don't find it funny and we do not condone that type of behavior. And that's the type of stuff that we try to watch for. So, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's easy to look at the situation and then make jokes about it. Like I like made a joking, like tweet about it. Yeah. Um, And, but like at the root of it, you know, it's, it's upsetting to watch mm-hmm. unfold, you know, especially like on social media. Um, because I mean, just his entire career, Kanye has been very open about how he feels, mm-hmm. whether or not it's, you know, sometimes it's inflammatory, sometimes it's dangerous. Um, it's just the, the person he is. But, you know, obviously, like there's something going on that he needs, like he needs mental help yeah. for sure. And I said the same thing about um, Keith Buckley with the whole every time I die situation. Yeah. And it just seems like he, like, dude, just take a break, man. Like, get off of social media. Like, delete your Twitter account for, mm-hmm. like, a couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, because... Give yourself a 30-day ban. Like, literally. there are people that are worried about you, and it doesn't help when... You know, every time like the situation is brought up, you're like replying to these random people and saying like you're trying to defend yourself. Yeah. Why? No, like there's no there's no reason for it. Like just take a just take a break. Yeah. You know, and yeah, I don't know the whole the whole situation is just it's it's sad honestly. I mean, you know, I wish the guy the best, and um, I think he is a talented musician producer and. I think he's if he got extremely the, intelligent, extremely, yeah. he's he's not stupid. Like people think, you know, he's an idiot, blah blah blah, whatever. He, you know, he he's going through some shit. He's gone through shit for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like you know, especially ever since like he lost his mom. Like ever since then, he has not been the same person. Right. And it's sad to see that you know such a talented guy. He's just going through a lot of shit and seeing people just like openly mock him, make fun of him online. Mm-hmm. When, laugh with him. Yeah. Kind of like laugh, laugh with him, laugh at him. Does it condone his behavior? Condemn. I, I don't know I the think, right words. That's- I think, you know, I see, I see a bit of both because 
the kind of person he is, um, and obviously I don't know him personally, but the kind of person that Great I guy. see. Shook his hand many times. Yeah. Absolutely. We hung Had out dinner last night. <laughs> Staples Center. I remember that. He, yeah. he called me up. You know, let's try to get him, let's get him on the phone. It's just like he strikes me as a person that like, if he sees negative, like if he sees people mocking him, like it's just going to kind of fuel the flat, like going to add fuel to the he's flame. He's going to be like, oh, I got, I, I still got my followers. Like I might yeah. not have my two point two hundred and one million followers, but now I got 198 million followers still. Like I, I only lost 2 million, but I still got that. Like he yeah. looks at like what he has. Like I think that, and yeah, like I think of his he, net worth status doesn't get that way either. Yeah. Like, I think, like, he honestly, like, he needs someone in his corner to, like, bring him down, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I think we all need that person. Uh, and sometimes we don't always need that person, but just, like, somebody to lean on and somebody that knows his Instagram password. Yeah. <laughs> that can, you know. <laughs> I did retweet or send a TikTok about Kanye's PR, uh, our team knocking on yeah. the door. And he's got the chair on the door and he goes, Kanye, and the, can we come in? Like, just, it goes, no, you're not coming in. You're going to take my phone away from me or something like that. And they're in, then they're like, Kanye, I, let's play a game. Let's uh, let's play. T- who can take the chair off their door? And then they go around and it's like, I can't take a chair off my door. I don't have a chair. Do you have a chair on your door? I don't have a chair. Kanye, you have a chair on your door, right? And he goes, <laughs> Yeah. Well, if you take the chair off your door, you win the game. Like trying to bribe him to get in. Yeah. It's like shit. Like the we're not making light of the situation. We're making light of like the comedy that comes with it. And like I said, we, it's, we have no business speaking about like a situation like this other than to the fact of the man's mental health and state of mind and how we were talking about in the past with being somebody of an influential status like that and having that platform and you're going to have followers and supporters whatever way you decide to go. Like yeah. you, you might lose a couple thousand million, things like that, but you're still going to have people that support you. And yeah. the people that encourage that type of behavior are what Mental Health Monday is about. Like, Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, he is a confident person. And I think like, obviously like mental health issues are never a good thing, but I feel like with somebody who thinks the way he does it's like extra dangerous because mm-hmm. like he is thinking like oh i'm i'm more alert and like you know i'm more alert and okay than i've ever been mm-hmm. but obviously everyone else around him is like dude you're not like, like he he thinks yeah exactly that's the that's like and that's said. that's like the thing i feel like the same thing happened with with Keith Buckley. Mm-hmm. How you know he's like, oh, I'm the I'm the best I've ever been. Like I was at my prime. Mm-hmm. I did not see this coming. Like blah blah blah. And it's like, well, everyone around you did. Yeah. You know, like who do you think is right in that situation? Like truly, you know yourself the best mm-hmm. because you know what's going on in your head. But in that situation, when everyone else is like, dude, you need help. And you're like, no, no, I don't. It's like, use like some deductive reasoning, you know? Yeah. Like if if the people that care about you are telling you you need help, mm-hmm. then you need help. Yeah. 
And it's not like it doesn't make you any less of a person to be like, okay, let to me to say, okay, yeah, I, mean, I do. You, should we try it? We, we we could at least try it, and maybe it doesn't yeah, work. But exactly. like, what, what's what's saying? What's what, the harm in actually trying? Trying. What, what's the harm in saying? The, literally, the worst thing that could happen is it doesn't work. It doesn't work for you, mm-hmm. and you can just say, okay, well, that didn't work. But you gave it a shot. But you, you gave did it a something. shot, and the best thing that could happen is that you find worth in that. And you say, wow, I'm really glad I did this because it's actually helping, mm-hmm. you know, like literally it's not like you're going to go to your therapist and like, it's not like your therapist is going to be like, Hey, I'm not a therapist. I'm actually here to murder you. You're right. <laughs> like, it's no. like, Oh no. That's what a plot gonna... twist. I mean, okay. There's a very, very small percentage that that would have analogy actually. That was <laughs> but just, I'm just saying like, I, you get the radicalization. The worst thing it. out of it is like. You're going to leave that session and maybe you don't feel anything and you, it's just not going to be a thing for you. And that's totally fine. Like, like it doesn't we, work for everybody. And like we talked about with Allison's episode and uh, Gabe McQueen's, it's like, keep trying. Like, keep keep attempting it. Try something yeah. new. Like, it, the first time it didn't work, go for two more sessions. If it's still not yeah. working, then... And, may, and maybe you, you know, you just don't vibe with that person. Maybe you mm-hmm. need somebody else. Like, I know... Like places like BetterHelp, you can literally just say like, "Hey, I don't want this person." You can pick your own therapist (laughs) out. Hey, I don't want this person to be my therapist. Like, we didn't vibe. Like, maybe I didn't like their tone or I didn't like their advice. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, well, how about this person? You know, and you want to try that, and Mm -hmm. it might take you a few tries to get to that person where you're like, okay, yeah, I click with this person. They really kind of understand how my mind works, and their ideas are actually helping me. Rather than like this other person who, you know, they said, oh, how about you try this? And you're just kind of like, eh, I don't know about that. Like it didn't really, didn't really click with me. We'll end on this. So an analogy that I just thought of that I hope this works because I think it's brilliant in my mind. But obviously we know that 80% of the time it works, 20% of the time it's like, fuck. 60% of the time it works every time. (laughs) So... There are a very, 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 very few percent of the population that are considered genius prodigies, like people that come out of the wound and achieve greatness and are actual geniuses, right? So when you are on the surgery table and the doctor that has spent half his life dedicated (laughs) into the medical doctorate industry to get the title that he is performing surgery on you... How many tests did he have to take? How many quizzes did he have to take that led him up to that point? You think he got a 100% every single time? How many times do you think he failed? I would think about how many times the person who got in the position they're in has failed, just the same as the same where you are right now. How many times did you fail, but you're still here? It's a lot of failure to get to success, and it takes a lot of retries to get there. So don't think that you have to be perfect and right every single time because you've already fucked up. You've already failed. You are going to keep failing. Every day that you wake up and accept that I might fail today or today might be a loss— that's going to happen. That's a reality to it. There's yeah. even the surgeon who's operating. There's not a surgeon out there with a hundred percent success rate because it's not possible. Right. So just think about that tonight when you're thinking about I'm good for nothing. I'm worthless and shit like that. Yeah, we all are. We all are to an extent, but we find the one reason to stay. We find the root and the source and a small reason to be like, I'm going to make it to three o'clock today. 
I'm going to make it to Saturday. I'm going to make it to Sarah's birthday party. Yeah. You find your Just reason. small steps. And yeah. you ride with it. And if you don't have a reason, let me be a reason. Yeah. I mean, that's, <clears throat> that's literally like, you know, that's how I operate. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm constantly have something to push me forward to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Whether that is a concert, whether that's, you know, we're going to the zoo this weekend, which we are. God dang it. <laughs> I had to I had to throw it in there. It's a bit, you know. <laughs> um, but, you know, it doesn't matter what it is. You know, it's just something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. The, even the smallest shit, you know. I could say like, oh, you know, this weekend um, I'll have a little bit of free time. Maybe I'll, you know, get on and play some Rocket League or play some Bloodborne or something. Yeah. Um, you just like something to look forward to, something to keep you going. And like, there's no shame in that. Yeah. There's no shame in saying like, you know, I'm constantly just like, okay, I have to make it to just the next hour. Mm-hmm. And then if I make it to the next hour, okay. Now I only have just 10 more four of those. hours of <laughs> yeah. work labs. I do yeah. that shit all the time when I'm having bad Absolutely, days. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, it sounds silly and it sounds stupid, but I mean, try it. There's no, like we said, yeah. just try it, like try you get, something. Like you literally like, man, in two hours, I'll only have four hours left. <laughs> and it's ironic, <laughs> but it's true. It's so true, man. I was like, I always look at that seven o'clock lunch hour for me. Like every day at seven o'clock or 6.30 now, it's like, oh, what am I going to eat today? And yeah. I always try to pick out my meal ahead of time because it's like, I have something like, it's like you said, it sounds stupid, but it's like. I'm looking forward to sitting down and eating yeah. food that I want to put in my body. And yeah. it's just like a little shit like that. Yeah. All right. We're going to shut up now. Um, I love how when we say, all right, we're going to wrap this up because I'm running out of things to say. And then we continue to talk for 40 <laughs> more minutes. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's why we could easily hit <laughs> At two, two hours. hours. You just, we just have to hit like a question or like we a We just have statement. to like not give a shit about... Time. time. I didn't look at my phone. I wanted to tap the screen and I wanted to, I was like, mm, and then I was like, yeah. no. And then we're going Well, I constantly like, I'm going to just. You're looking at the clock. I'm, like, I'm looking at the clock. Like, one day I'm just going to turn the, the laptop mm-hmm. like that way where neither of us can see, see it. it. Yeah. And eventually by the time I turn around, I'll be at like hour 45 or something. They'll be like, yeah, we haven't even made it to the topic yet, by the way. I just blew into the microphone. <laughs> we love you guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>